Thank you for tuning back into the Walk On Pod. Uh, another very special guest today, uh, brought to you by our very own Tommy Ball. We have a former uh, Texas pitcher and recently drafted to the Cardinals, uh, Pete Hansen. How's it going, man? How's it going? Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, what up? Oak Ridge legend right here. <laughs> Oak Ridge legend. No, that, that's you, Tommy. Come on now. Yeah, see, I'm <laughs> glad someone else knows Mr. Trojan uh, himself. Yeah, yes, all right. Pete, Pete was the dual sport king. Basketball times baseball. That's why it was mandatory to get on here. Had me busy in the baseball off seasons for sure. Yeah, Rolling Hills basketball legend. Actually, see that's oh, a that's man. a that's, that's a cool crazy. That. that one hits home for me. Uh, yeah, yeah, that team really fried Luke's Folsom team. Whoa, 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 whoa. Connor whoa. Connor Jeffrey gave them fifty. In whoa, a middle school whoa, game. whoa! Can we can we stop with the crazy yeah. allegations? That didn't happen. First off, second off, we battled. We battled to the final minute in the championship of that game. So, man, uh, you guys both uh, Folsom Middle? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not from. Middle. I'm not from Folsom. Okay, okay. I'm from Vagville. Yeah, I was a big time Jaguar though. Yeah. yeah. That's- they don't. They, they. They. Luke. Luke was before the uh, Ackle and Bender rivalry days of Sutter. Oh, oh, Pete. Oh. Pete, you went against Ackle and Bender. Oh my God! I mean, I tried. Ackle was. <laughs> Ackle was him, man. I mean, it was. It was actually ridiculous. You couldn't stop the guy. I started training Ackle in third grade. Oh, dude. I mean, props to you. You. You did. You did some right with him. I mean, he did not miss a shot. It was absurd. Well, he also yeah. was the size of a seventeen-year-old when he was in sixth grade. So. No, I mean we we couldn't stop him. We couldn't at all. <laughs> he was a force. Yeah, that was Aquapree. great. Aquapree, Nick Robards. Oof. Oh, Those are some shout-outs right there. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Pete, yeah, just just great stuff. A little a little backstory with Pete. So I don't Pete and I go way back. I want to say when did when did we get introduced? Because so so Pete was good friends with Drake, and then obviously Draco and I are like brothers. So that's where I was introduced to. To Pete and we became good friends. I want to say it was late elementary school. And, yeah, probably around that time. Yeah. And then, oh, shout out to the Oak Meadow Raptors. And then uh, <laughs> went into Rolling Hills. And then I was just always hanging around Drake and them. So I was, I was the sixth grader rolling around with all the seventh graders. And in middle school, they had a little friend group rolling. It was a great time. Pete, yeah. Pete, Drake, Luke, Augustine, Camo. Pete, all I, I just want to know what what possessed you to like to like. Make that friendship happen with young Draco. I can only <laughs> imagine young Draco in his in his prime. Oh, I mean, we were. I mean, what, what Tommy's kind of getting at here is um, with uh, Drake. He had a little uh, backyard basketball kind of thing, kind of set up. So, oh yeah. I mean, I know um, me and Tommy and Drake were we're always out there, kind of throwing oops to each other and stuff like that. And it's probably some of the most competitive games that I've been a part absolutely. of. Absolutely. Tommy, Tommy was witness to a lot of that. Uh, but no, I mean, me and Drake like, pushed each other like crazy when we were, uh, when we were younger, for sure. Yeah, no, that, that I was, I was getting at the backyard, the dunk ball. We would lower the rim to seven feet so we could all just fucking go at it. Playing oh, 21 same. for hours at a time in that house. But, but Tommy was the little brother we never had, which was like kind of cool to, like me and Drake kind of never had that. So he, uh, he was definitely like awesome to have around and it's yeah. like, our, basically we treat him like a little brother and, 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 and any way you can imagine, you know? Absolutely. I was bullied all the time and that's fine. <laughs> that's, tough skin now. Is what <laughs> sure. I do. Sure. I needed yeah. it. I needed it. Bad. Day, I needed it. I needed it in the worst way for sure. 
but yeah, and Pete, Pete was actually my neighbor, so I would I would watch I would watch his dog Scooby whenever they were going out of town. Yeah, so that was a good time. Shout out to Mr. Hanson. Mr. Hanson also taught my uh, eighth grade history class half the year. Oh so, man, really? I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah, when Mr. When Mr. Cop retired, Mr. Hanson took right. over. So. Yeah, the ties the ties run deep. So Pete, I mean, we'll just kind of let you take over. It's just kind of the way we do it here is kind of give the platform to the guests, and you can kind of go ahead and just tell us about your story with with baseball and how even some throwing some basketball if you want, but how you were able to what it took like as a pitcher to get to Texas and um, just the work that goes into what it was and what your story was kind of like. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Um... I think it uh, starts just loving sports. Uh, I think my whole life I've always played a bunch of different sports. And, you know, I think the two that really kind of stuck with me were basketball and baseball. Um, and I, I played basketball up until I think my freshman year of high school. But, I mean, I played with Tommy all the time, just playing pickup whenever we could. I mean, we were down at the sports complex, just, you know, trying to trying to play pickup when, whenever possible, uh, every night. And uh, so I think there's always kind of, the two sports um, that I love the most. And then obviously I kind of, it was explained to me when I was like a freshman, probably in high school, it was kind of baseball is going to be your path. Um, that That's kind of where I had the most chance of kind of getting to the next level. And, you know, baseball has always been my favorite sport. You know, I mean, I love basketball. I love playing it, but baseball's when you, when you really get at something, not to brag on myself, but when you really get at something, it's pretty fun to play. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun to, do that every single day. So, I mean, I, I kind of hey, started really enjoying it in, uh, in high school. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but, uh, and then I, uh, I basically took, took, uh, baseball seriously my freshman year or after my freshman year, um, quit basketball, stopped playing, uh, just played pickup still though, kind of in the off seasons. Um, but you know, really focused on baseball and I think I made a really big jump. My, I mean, I always had the frame that was always kind of my deal. So I got recruited, starting my sophomore year, um, freshman summer going into sophomore year, and then uh, eventually committed my junior year um, to Texas. But I mean, the summers are huge um, for travel baseball, likewise with travel basketball. Um, so that was kind of my time to get recruited and uh, get my name out there. And I played for like a national team called NorCal. It was just a bunch of NorCal guys. So got to be around a bunch of other talented guys. And one of the guys I played with in high school, um, he's with me on the Cardinals. He was in my draft class. So uh, it's like kind of cool to see that stuff come full circle, um, like kind of the boys you, you came up with. So um, that's kind of how I ended up at Texas with my recruiting. Um, I mean, I always wanted to go there. It was always a dream of mine. And, you know, I think um, there are some people in my life that told me I couldn't really go play at Texas just because they are that powerhouse. And, you know, it was always kind of my dream to go there. So it was it was pretty cool to to get that opportunity um, from the coaching staff to uh, to go out there and, uh, and and go to school there and play ball. So. I mean, that was a, that was a huge blessing. And you're before, before you moved to EDH, your, you, your family's from Texas, right? Yeah. So I was born in Texas and like, yeah. I remember probably 2005 was when I moved to California, uh, to Sacramento. And, uh, we, uh, that was the Rose Bowl year when, uh, Vince Young beat USC and I was just a huge Texas fan still coming from Texas and everyone was around me as USC fan. So it was, it was probably one of the greatest moments of my life was, was seeing, uh, Vince Young lead the Longhorns. So I mean, kind of instilled at an early age. It was go go try to win a national championship for uh, for Texas. Love it. You also mentioned the the off season basketball to keep you in shape. I'll just say it right now. Peter ran EDHYB 
when he retired <laughs> from from competitive basketball. He ran El Dorado Hills Youth Basketball Rec League for for years at a time. That was uh that was this uh winter of my senior year. I uh, I teamed up with uh my boy Joe and then this other kid I played baseball with and we were all like six two, six three seniors. We had three of us and uh those other kids did not stand a damn chance. It was actually absurd. Like I, I was dunking and stuff. And like these kids were, were like, not like they were just out there kind of cause their parents made them just out there to have fun. And we were just absolutely tearing that up. So everyone was like, why is this kid not playing for Oak Ridge? Like what is going on? But I was just out there having a, having a ball. <laughs> Tommy was actually at, at a lot of those games. So he, 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 was, yeah. uh, he was witness. I know Luke, you definitely go to the, you definitely went to the FYBA games when yeah. your boys would play now. Yeah. I was there often. Yeah. They were they were high intensity they're environments. They're electric, dude. It, yeah, there's nothing like it. Just all, I, those are those are some of my favorite to watch because just all the people from from your high school that just play basketball for fun. It gets yeah. seeing seeing the people who don't usually play sports get so competitive is like it is one of the most fun stuff. I, I remember. It's, about, it's just like recess all over again, you know. Yeah, literally, one hundred percent. But um. One question I wanted to ask you, Pete. So, like, obviously you're a pitcher. Like, what? Because I never I, – I played baseball for one year in my life and I wasn't very good at it. So, like, what what kind of work goes into becoming, like, with pitching just so elite at – obviously there's multiple different pitches and stuff you can throw, but, like, one specific, like, skill. Because, like, with, you know, with basketball you play, you've got so many different things to work on. Like, what's the what's the grind with pitching like? Well, I mean, baseball in a nutshell is it's all about the mental game that that that's the huge, huge piece that a lot of people don't see. Uh, just that that's how you kind of take your game to the next level. And that's kind of what separates you from a lot of people is 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 the mental game. So that's something that I've kind of targeted my past couple of years um, while I was at Texas. But I mean, it's it's such a it's it's a sport where you fail more than you succeed and, and you're still the best in the world at what you do in that way. So it's like you're going to fail a lot more than, than you're going to succeed. So it's all about how you can basically learn from your failures and provide that into your next experiences pretty much. So, I mean, it, it's really unique in that way that baseball is, but I mean, it, it takes a toll on you for sure, but it's, it's the mental toughness and like the preparedness and the, the confidence that goes into it, that, that I think that's what kind of separates um, good players from great players in that way. I mean, you can have all the physical traits and stuff like that, but when push comes to shove, it's it, it, it it'll it'll expose you. Love that, I love that. What do you think, uh, Pete? What do you think the biggest difference since we're talking about mental uh, stuff? The biggest difference in mental approach between being a starter and a reliever, like obviously at yeah, the high I, level. Yeah, so I mean, as a reliever, you kind of have the luxury of being able to go out there and just kind of pump and kind of once you get tired, then they pull you and you really can just leave it all out there for three outs, um, like 15, 20 pitches. So, I mean, it, it's, it's a different game where that you kind of just get thrown in the fire every single day. You do that every day, but on, as a starter, it's, it's the whole routine. It's the week process. It's kind of how you approach the start before and stuff like that and how you learn from your start. Um, so I, I, I like there, there are definitely two different pitching styles. Um, cause one, you got to kind of come in and, and, and throw it by the guy. And I feel like as a starter, it's more of, um, you face the lineup three times. So you kind of got to get crafty in that way. You got to mix up your pitches and, and, you know, kind of look what the hitters are doing and how they're kind of responding to what, what you threw them before. And uh, it's, it's stuff like that, that 
you know, you, you really don't see, but that's kind of what, what a starter does versus a, a reliever. Mental warfare. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, for sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. They'll, like, throw a reliever in for, like, one batter at a time if it's, like, a matchup thing. Like, I guess that's probably not the right term, but that's the way I think of it for basketball. But, like. Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's matchup is the perfect word for it because it's all yeah. about, like, they'll bring me in to face a lefty bat just because his number. I mean, that, that's the other side of baseball. It's all about analytics. It's all about numbers. So, it's, like, the coaches are looking at their 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 pages the whole time saying, all right, this guy struggled against a lefty slider. Let's bring in a lefty slider against him. So, that there's all these, like, changing parts and. Every single move on the baseball field is is like it's precise and there's a reason behind it in that way. Like the, the strategy that they do. I mean, there's numbers to back it up in that way. Yeah, you kind of answered what I was going to ask because I was going to say, does that ever catch you off guard? But like, I'm sure you, like you said, if you know that a certain batter has like doesn't hit well against something that you throw, you probably anticipate getting thrown in for a situation like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's something I, uh, I kind of struggled with was, I mean, I'm just a competitor. So I like to go out there and, you know, I, I don't usually shake signs or anything. Like I just like the, the coach to tell me what to throw and kind of, I, I just want to execute my pitches. So that's something I've kind of had to learn over the years is uh, kind of how to be smarter on the field in that way. Um, but for me, I'm just all about there trying to execute pitches and, you know, just, just compete really at, at the end of the day. That's, that's all I want to do. Love it. Do you have a preference as far as what you are more comfortable in as far as between starting and relieving, like mentally? Yeah, I mean, I like starting. I like the whole routine of it. You know, it's it's fun kind of getting your meals down for the week and stuff and, and getting on on that 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 daily um, just routine of, you know, what you're going to do every day kind of thing. So I, I really enjoy that. And, you know, we say a lot, like everyone says, like, enjoy the process, but it, it's true. You got to you got to love what you do and, and every day kind of put some stuff into it. So, I mean, I, I, I love starting. I mean, I, I'll relieve too. I relieved a little bit in, in college, my freshman year and a little bit, uh, sophomore. And, and, uh, I don't think I did junior year, but I was mainly a starter, uh, my last two years. Hopefully I'll be a starter. I mean, that, that's kind of the goal. That's, yeah. uh, that's what that's I want. The, big time goal. the new, the new ace, the new ace for St. Louis. For sure. Uh, do you, I know this is, this is might be a little off base, uh, you spent four years at Texas, yeah. I was there for three. My first year was the COVID year, twenty twenty. Uh, oh, okay, got you, got you. Um, He's a year older than me, Jared. Okay, got it. Um, do baseball players? I know in basketball it's a big deal because you're able to like leave after one year. Do baseball players ever even think about stuff like that? I know you can, you know, get drafted in high school and then like make that choice, but once you go, like you have to be there for three years. And like, is there ever like pushback in the baseball world? Because uh, by next, I guess, yeah, next a year from, I guess, two years, uh, like they're going to let high school kids back into the NBA and things like that. So is there ever like do baseball players think about that in college or like push back on that? I mean, I so I think uh, a lot of college guys will leave after their junior year. I mean, that's like pretty standard in the baseball world. Um, it, it's it's understandable, like with the fans and the, and the coaches and stuff. I mean, obviously, they'd, they'd love to have you back, but. I mean, for me, going to college, um, the draft really wasn't an option at a high school for me. And uh, I have a lot of really good friends that that went in the draft. And, you know, it's 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 a it's definitely a different path, but it's kind of weird because we're all kind of now at the same point where, I mean, they have two years or three years of minor league ball underneath their, their belts, and I have three years of college baseball. Um, but now we're all kind of back at the same level 
and we all kind of took different different routes to get there. But I mean, I, I'm definitely happy that I, I went to college just because I got that experience. And, you know, I, I just talking about the routine, it kind of gave me a, a chance to, I mean, not having the pressure of being a professional and, you know, being on, an, on your own when you're 18, it, it kind of gave me the chance to, you know, make a few mistakes and, um, you know, r really get better over my three years I, I was there. I mean, just have all the all facilities we have and stuff too. It was insane. Texas is Texas is crazy. I can't even imagine. Oh man, it's the best athletic department in the country. No doubt about it. I believe it. I believe it. So, so what was that? Obviously, your guys' Oak Ridge teams were really successful and, and loaded with talent. I mean, how many how many D one guys did you have on that senior year team? By the way, uh, my senior year, I think it was just me and Slaughter, uh, or we had Tino below us. Yeah, Tino and Nate below us. Tino and Nate. Um, Tino and Nate. Yeah. I mean, we know. And, and then, I mean, so my, so a little more backstory in my high school career, my sophomore year. So freshman year, I played, this is, this is why I quit basketball. My freshman year, I played freshman basketball. I missed tryouts because basketball and baseball overlap. So I got put on the freshman team. So I was like already kind of ticked off about that. And then sophomore year rolls around and I'm like, all right, I'm not playing basketball anymore. I'm going to focus on baseball. I'm going to make varsity. We were so stacked uh, my sophomore year. They had like three D1 starters already. Um, like it was just a full pitching staff. And uh, I got put on JV again to start my sophomore year. So I, I, I played JV for, for most of my sophomore year. And then I, I eventually got called up about like halfway through the season and, and pitched a little bit. But yeah, I, I played a little, uh, little JV ball because we were so, we were so stacked. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. We got uh, Trent Denholm, who's, who's in an organization now, and uh, Robert Gasser, who's uh, also in an organization, two, two studs. Two two great mentors I got to learn under while I was at Oak Ridge. Yeah, like, yeah, they were they were they were the, they were the guys. Oak Ridge definitely more known for its baseball than its uh, basketball. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's crazy. Sophomore on on JV, and then fast forward a bunch of years later, drafted to the MLB. It's just, Sounds like I had a Tommy Ball story. Yeah, my sophomore year, I had like all these crazy colleges coming out to my JV baseball games while Varsity was playing <laughs> on the other nuts. field. That is so insane. Nuts. That's I love players. that. I like it. That's amazing. I think we all can relate to the sophomore and JV vibes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah another option when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. Yeah. But, but Pete, kind of talk about um, the jump from travel ball, high school, Oak Ridge baseball to one of the best baseball programs in the world in Texas. What 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 was that? So it had it had to be weird during COVID too. Like, was it kind of like a wake up call for you? Like. Like, dang, this is it, or were you ready for that? I mean, um, I, I played baseball at a high level, like when I was talking with NorCal. So, I mean, I, I definitely was um, around guys that were super talented and in that way on the national level that I, I kind of knew where I needed to be um, to be successful. And it, it's, it's always easier when you're surrounded by the other people that are really good at what they do. It definitely kind of reflects on you. Um, but I would say, um, yeah, I mean, my freshman year getting in there, actually, so my the summer before my freshman year, I played in a collegiate summer league uh, for baseball. So I, I, hadn't, I hadn't gotten to campus yet, um, but I played against other college kids in like a summer ball league. It was like all wood bats. Um, so I got to face a little bit of like the college hitters and the game was definitely a little bit faster. I mean, as you know, like going from high school to college, it, it definitely speaks a little bit. Everyone's a little bit better, but I kind of realized that I could compete at that level. Um, you know, I was, I was finding success and, you know, I was I was pitching really well. And then 
fast forward to the fall, I had a really great fall. Um, I was in contention for uh, a starter spot because there's three starters on the weekend. Um, and I, honestly, for me at this time, like I had no goals. Like I was just kind of in there trying to do the best I can. And, you know, I, I didn't, I, I wasn't really putting any pressure on myself, like kind of going into it. Like this is the best baseball program. I got to be this guy. It was more just, I was kind of heading there, heading in there with my head down, just, you know, ready to get to work and, you know, trying to outwork the guy next to me. I mean, that's, that's really all you can do when you're in the moment is be in the moment. Um, so that's something like when I first showed up, it was, I'm going to, I'm going to put in this work and, you know, the chips are going to fall as they may. So, um, definitely when the season got cut short, I was having a really good freshman year. Uh, definitely, uh, sucked just cause you know, it's a lot of those guys I was never going to get to play again with. And I thought we had a really good team. So, I mean, it was, it, of course it was a shocker to everybody. I mean, nobody expected that to happen. Um, it was, it, was, it was such a crazy day, but, you know, I, I, I think we, we got a lot better than next year and, and, you know, it, it was, it was fun to be around a lot of the same guys and, you know, kind of compete with those guys every day. And, and obviously we had a lot of success. On a side note, what was that? I wasn't in, I wasn't in college yet. I know Luke can maybe give his story, but what was that day like for you when it all got shut down? Dude, I mean, it felt like like zombies were taking over. It was just something. It was the first time in my life where it was something that you couldn't really control. It was it was something that was just on a global scale, just like out of control. Nobody knew what was going on. You know what I mean? It was just it, it was just such a weird time. And I mean, obviously, you guys know before Kobe passed away, and you know he actually was a really um, another family that was in the helicopter was a really close um, family friend of my head coaches and. You know, he was a he was a local um, JUCO baseball coach in California, and one of my teammates had played for him. So, you know, kind of when that happened, it was it was a tough time for everybody. I'm, I'm sure you guys know, but you know that was like a shock to everybody, and the team was kind of in a weird place. And then, I mean, a month later, it was kind of the same feeling of just like what is going on. And you know, I remember being out in the outfield. Um, we played that Tuesday, and that was I think when the NBA canceled their season, and like all the, it was like the last time. They're saying like we're gonna take a two-week hiatus. Um, like it was kind of like the last time with fans for a while, and we really didn't know it. And then um, I think it was that Thursday, uh, kind of when everything started shutting down, we were like taking BP on the field, and my coach had his phone, and he's like, "Yo, they just canceled the College World Series. It's uh, it's it's done. Like they're not having it this year." And you know that was just kind of a moment where I was just like, "Like what? Like how how can they just cancel it? Like we're two months away. Like how do they know? Whatever." And you know, I, I went up to a couple of my teammates and I was like, coaches told me that they canceled the cultural series because nobody really knew we were out in the field. And, you know, I remember one of my teammates looked at me, it was like senior year. He's like, you tell me my season's over. Like, it's like, it's done. Like, what are we like? What are we playing for pretty much? And it's like, I couldn't give him an answer. It was just, I mean, it's such a weird time for everything. I'm sure. I mean, Tommy, it was your senior year. I'm sure that was like yeah. crazy and a, a bummer. You guys didn't get to do a lot of the cool senior stuff. My last day of high school was my senior ditch day. <laughs> No way that was senior dish day. Yeah, we did like an early one because you like, you know, Oak Ridge tried to make like the ASB tried to announce when it was and like we did our own one and it was that yeah, day. Exactly. It was March 14th, 13th, whatever it was. I didn't go to school. Got out of there early. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, you, you were in the Big Bears. Sky tournament, right, Luke? Right, Luke? Yeah. What are you, what are you insinuating right now, Tom? What are I'm you, not are insinuating you trying, anything. Are you, trying to, are you trying to hint out an Idaho State win over there? Is that what's going on? Oh, <laughs> we 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 you had. Know, I actually forgot. Yeah, we had just lost to to the Bengals, and me and Doctor A were actually we were at dinner in Boise, and uh, like we were watching the NBA games as the players were getting pulled off the court, and and like, I mean, you two know my dad, but like, 
he was like, yeah, it's, it's about to be bad. Like he, he saw the writing on the wall and then we were, we were hoping for a bid to, to one of the postseason tournaments, like the CBI or the CIT. And then those all got canceled. So basically they just shipped us home and I was, I was, I was in Milwaukee with DJ getting ready to go to the Thursday night game, Celtics and Bucks. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then we got, he called me. Well, I was with him, obviously, but yeah, called and they were like, yeah, game's not going to happen. Yeah, I think that's one of those moments where like we all we all can remember exactly where we were when that happened, like at least for like athletes where when the NBA got called off, like I was I was in the Eldorado Hill Sports Club and I saw on the, the TVs in there, Pete was like, NBA canceling the season I'm like what like I'm like looking around the gym I'm like looking around the gym like are we about to get kicked out like what? yeah I can't come poop fights <laughs> so that Pete you'll appreciate this um so this is off base but since you're an EDH guy um so when COVID hit uh the gym that I train out of obviously shut down all the indoor facilities shut down I started training outside um nice. at parks I had a bu- I had trained a bunch of kids in Elder Hills. I was at the CDC at the basketball court. CSD, CSD. Or CSD, CSD. Yeah, yeah, CSD, sorry. Um, I was outside on the court in the middle of training this kid, and one of the one of the city like park people came over, literally drilled the rim off the hoop I was training on and took it and was like, it was like, yeah, you guys can't be here. Like I was like, it's just me and this one kid and like we each had our own basketball. We were far away outside. It was like a sunny day. And like dude literally came and drilled the rims off and took the rims with him. I mean, yeah, that that's the stuff that doesn't make sense. You're outside. Like, come on. I mean, it, that, that kind of stuff was, was ridiculous. Yeah. That was, they that boarded, was, they boarded up they Andy boarded family up the- park. Ooh, right. One day I was out there shooting. Next day I came back. Nope. I said, okay, you know what? They put the two by four on top. Yeah. yeah they would like, they would like put the, thing the, over the rim the flat, so two by fours yeah that was well, so cool. i mean california is a lot different than texas and that's yeah, where i was, I, was. I, I was in texas and florida i mean it was you it guys was probably to practice <laughs> it probably yeah, it didn't really even shut down honestly arizona that's, same way i was about to say that's exactly how arizona hashtag was. unmask arizona yeah that was yeah. insane there's there's a lot of i have that's a whole different set of stories to be honest but yeah. i actually do have a COVID question that's got to be a different feeling like being on the mound in an empty stadium for covid versus like i'm assuming what a, a booming stadium would be like like what's the what's the difference in mindset and experience during that situation yeah i mean it's um you definitely hear that your opponent a lot more so it's it's definitely easier to talk shit and i definitely took advantage of that um <laughs> while i was playing um let, letting the other guy know for sure um but yeah i mean it was texas we have like a stadium that that sits i, I think like Six thousand, maybe, and it was empty. I mean, we could only have like family pretty much come, and it was like select tickets for fans. And what they would do, I'm sure you saw with the MLB, they just put like fan pictures up in most of the seats. So yeah. it was it was definitely weird, kind of having that around. But I think it it definitely embodied more of like the team feel, just because it was like that. That's kind of all that's there, and it's you're kind of just out there competing with your brothers. So I think like at the end of the year when it opened up and we went to Omaha and it was packed. It, it, I don't think it changed for us um, as you might think it would. I, I think it was still, so we're just so used to playing with each other and you know, it's kind of just being about one another that it just kind of carried over. 
You know, still. Do they do like fake crowd noise and stuff at all in the uh, the stadium or no? Nah, not really. Um, it's not like basketball in that way. Like yeah. it's it's nah, pretty quiet. Sure. It's it's super quiet, honestly. Because I remember we opened up against Arizona the the first game of the COVID year, and I'm it, I felt like they were still toying with the stadium noise because it was so loud. Like in Mikhail yeah. is loud <laughs> in general. Like we I played there on opening night on like a normal year, but. Like it was louder than it was when fans were there. Like we couldn't even talk to each other. I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like they're that's doing ridiculous. way too yeah. much with it. Yeah, that's that's that stuff's ridiculous. They're doing like the, that that in the NFL too and stuff like that. I mean, it's insane. I forgot about the pumping in the fan noise. <laughs> yeah, that that was a weird time. That then that was my first year of college sports too. So that was yeah. just that's probably trippy. Yeah, I mean, we when I got to school, Idaho is obviously a little less than like California, but I mean, we didn't work out with a coach. I got there in June. We didn't work out with a coach till July twenty fifth, and I was there for a whole entire month. Just like all these new guys that, and you know, we all know how it is with college sports. Just all these random new guys that the coaches picked to be there, and I had to become best friends with them under super weird circumstances, wearing masks all the time and not being able to hang out in more than yeah, groups yeah. of three. I mean, your, your grade got screwed with the, the COVID eligibility and stuff though, too. Cause I mean, I, so, I mean, I, I played that COVID year and the next year I came back and it was my freshman year again. And, and we had a whole new crop of 10 new freshmen come in. So, I mean, it was just, it was just that much more competitive for yeah, those guys. I, I was able to get uh, another year of eligibility from that year. So nice. That was good. Luke was too. That's why Luke's still going. Yeah, Luke's old. Tommy's gonna be old. Yep. So Luke, yeah. so Luke, he when you when we graduated from NAU, he still had two more years left, and now he's uh, hooping at UOP Pacific. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. Old man. Got to got to get every last minute out of that can. You know. Oh yeah. Right, that beard too. Okay. <laughs> Real nice. Yeah, I know. I just lined it up today just for the for the recording. Actually, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just shaved mine off. I was actually rocking a beard the past couple, like probably the last month, but or because for November, but I just shaved it off today. You had a beard? I have never I seen heard, you with a beard. I heard Tommy did too, actually. I'll send you some I pics. Did. I, was, I, I was rocking it. I had I whatever it. you can call whatever I had. I wouldn't say it was a beard, but <laughs> it's coming back in right now. I just I fresh off say, the road trip. So you had, I, the, I can you see, had, it, see a couple, you couple, couple hairs in your face. Yeah. Summer, Tommy's been growing those since summer senior year. <laughs> yeah, Tom. all right jared You'll find you're done so pete you, you kind of mentioned earlier um you're in arizona scottsdale right now which is obviously a big time place for baseball offseason um obviously we're all basketball players i never played baseball what what is like offseason workouts and training and all that look like because obviously you can't go i mean I, maybe you guys do like go play pickup baseball Whereas like basketball players in the offseason go play pickup basketball. And also you being a pitcher, there's obviously a certain number of or a certain level of stress you can put on your arm and stuff like that. So how does all that work? Yeah, so I'm I'm actually um like in the middle of start starting up a throwing program right now. Um it's like a two, three month thing kind of to build up, um, to throwing off them like get getting ready to to be game ready. Um so I mean that that's kind of what the off season is. That that I mean that's that's the dilemma of being a pitcher, and and that's the tough part about it is you you can only do so much on the mound. Like I, I can't just go in the gym and just fix my jump shot just by shooting over and over again. It's like 
I only get a certain amount of bullets pretty much every day. And then, you know, there's, there's recovery on top of that. So, I mean, it, it's tough in that way, just cause you can't, you can't get on the mound and, and throw every day and, and practice that kind of stuff. So you gotta be smart about it for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, so the, the off season, the it's, it's pretty, it's pretty much the same for most guys. I think the season ends around like early September and then, Kind of the months after that, you probably take like two months off, and then and then you start your uh, your throwing progression um, to to get it back back going. But it's definitely a little bit different for for pitchers um, than hitters, just because you know we have the whole throwing thing. But I mean, you're, you're lifting the whole time. It, it's just much of weightlifting. That's one of my favorite quotes. Someone said it was you know I'm a part time baseball player, full time weightlifter. I mean that that's that's kind of that's kind of really what it is. Dude, that's got to be so stressful. If you told me like every day in the off season, hey you only get to go in the gym and shoot 75 shots. Yeah. That would have blown, like, that would have, like, I would have lost my mind. Like, especially exactly. when you're, like, trying to perfect something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that that's the tough part about it. I mean, you that's why your catch play is so important, just because it, it's not super strain, it's, like, strenuous on your arm, and it, but it's definitely the time to, to to get it right. But you're only allotted a certain amount of throws you can kind of do. That's crazy. Do you get to pick, like, I know also, like, in baseball – your, you know, the relationship you have with your catcher and stuff is important. Do you guys coordinate with like the catcher that you're, that's going to catch like um, for you when you play in the games, like moving forward, do the, you guys work out together or is it kind of like everybody's on their own shit and stuff? That day, but I mean, it's kind of where they're on to the next guy um, like that, but I was fortunate to have um, a guy come in, our, our catcher Silas. Uh, he came in the same year I did, so we became super close, and and we were at Texas the same time um, together. So I kind of had a great relationship with my catcher, and um, you know, it was I, I knew who was catching me every single time I was going out there. Cool. Um. Are there any more uh, baseball related questions? Because I kind of want to uh, go ahead, man. Here. Uh, go I ahead. I was just gonna ask, um, how was the first uh, like post after getting drafted? Like, what was all that like with first time being in like the big leagues? Like, what was that like before Luke switches us up? Because that's every kid's dream. Like, what was that? We didn't even talk about that yet. Like, you got drafted. Like, that's what you've been dreaming about since you were at Oak Meadow Raptor. Like, that had to be the coolest thing ever. Oh yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's definitely a dream come true, and um, I'm very blessed to, to be in this situation but um i still have a long way to go to get um to the big leagues so it's it's definitely a journey in itself so i mean yeah just just getting drafted was, was really cool i mean it's something that you've kind of been working for for a while but you know as, as you guys know it it really doesn't it, it's really awesome but it there, there's so much more you kind of have to do i mean like they say like the work's just getting started in that way so you know it, it, it's fun the day but then you know tomorrow happens and you know you you, you got to get ready i mean it's it's you're, you're a professional now in that way and and the the talent just gets that much better for sure dude is it an automatic that they force like force you to rookie ball like you, you don't have any kind of, based on where you're drafted all that stuff like that doesn't that doesn't determine anything you have to go to rookie ball first yeah i mean so they usually, I mean, a lot of organizations are different, but the standard practice is uh, you start at the bottom level and you kind of work your way up. But um, I mean, the main thing is like the prospect list, um, like each team has 30 prospects that are ranked or rated um, their top top 30. So you kind of want to be on that list and, you know, work your way up that. And um, 
I think it, you got to kind of have the perspective of it. it doesn't really matter where you are. It's just, it just got to play good. And, um, you know, just always, you know, trying to get to the big leagues, but I mean, just trying to, trying to be successful wherever you are, you know, where, wherever that may be, whatever team you're on. Awesome. All right, Luke, what you got, man? So, I'm going to fly. Yeah. So, so Pete, my man, um, I like to really dive into the relationships between our guests and our hosts, you know, so our listeners can get to get to know each other a lot better. Um, so when, when, uh, Rachel, a former Trojan, came on. She talked about how she saved Tommy's life one time. And I just wanted to ask you if there's any specific Tommy stories that come to mind um, that, you know, would be would be great for not only me and Jared to hear, but for the listeners to hear. Dude, Pete, Pete I don't know, Rachel. honestly. I mean, there there was definitely times when, like I said earlier, where me and Drake were going at it. There was times when when Tommy and Drake were going at it. I mean, there was that that whole 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 dilemma the triangle between us i mean me and tommy definitely had our moments as well but i don't think there were ever any punches thrown from tommy though with with you no. and me with you and me with drake maybe yeah <laughs> i mean we, we want to hear your best tommy story pete stop beating around the bush we gotta have a i don't good know i don't know tommy. dude honestly i don't honestly tommy it, you got you got any on you got any on I me i think i think ah. I Rachel, mean, it's going to be hard to top Rachel. She saved Tommy's life because he yeah. can't swim. So. Yeah, I mean that, that's I'm already starting starting. starting <laughs> yeah, I, I think my, the the core like a core association memory I have with with Peter was when we pulled that. Uh, were you there when we pulled the all nighter? Probably. Yeah, dude. I don't like like we. This was early. This was early middle school day. Like we were we were really mobbing crazy i where where was that where was that one uh crazy can i get a direct quote on that That (laughs) hills mobbing crazy where ma'am i caught your son mobbing crazy (laughs) oh my god we went to the the ice cream shop out in uh sack do you remember that one yeah i remember that okay yeah yeah yeah. it's actually you went to o'farrell's i'm gonna pull up my instagram right now because i don't delete my instagram pictures so if you go to Instagram, work on that. Tommy, no. how far back are we going, man? We are on a timeline here. Yeah, November twenty first, two thousand fourteen. Man, Peter is in that picture. It's actually my first picture on Instagram. It's still up. Dang, how can you? How can you see that? I don't. And your second, that. your second picture is Cameron Slarno. Uh, no. Right? Oh, I thought that was. Yeah, it's not far from. I, I don't. I don't have a picture of him. Shout out oh, to Cameron. Nice try, Jen. No, no, I was no. Remember, didn't we talk about that in the episode? Oh no, that was that was I was on his. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. When I committed to Idaho State. No, but uh, that yeah, we just Pete hit on earlier with the the dunk ball. That was the life. I mean, yeah, that was we're just trying to do any crazy dunks you can. I mean, that I I just remember tommy just throwing oops and i mean that that was probably some of the highlights of my life just you know feeling like you're you're 10 feet tall just throwing down on a rim there's honestly no better feeling than that i can actually tell you guys one fun fact about about peter's basketball game was i think you ended up fixing it but for the longest time jared's kind of freak pete would actually have front spin oh yeah (laughs) on his jump shot that's impressive i've thought about that Forgot that, about that. I I that was like uh, one thing I'd never forget. Like you, like 
Like, and you weren't even a bad shooter either, but it would. No, it I, was, could, I, I could put it in. There's just going to be a question how I was going to get there. <laughs> that was so crazy. <laughs> I forgot about that, Tommy. Thank you for bringing that up. Wow. That was yeah. like the. That was like the. Well, it, it, it wasn't broke. It was going in, so I didn't want to change it. And you know, I was yeah, scared. He said he was giving you buckets, Tom, with the first man. <laughs> I was more worried about yamming on Tommy's really head. That, that's really all I was about. I wasn't. I wasn't a shooter. I was. I was throwing down oops on Tommy. Notice how Jared can't say a word right now. I know. I, what I've realized is that this this just is an attestment to what I've said earlier, and it's probably making me second guess some of my interactions with the people in my life. Real. <laughs> Because this is not how it goes when we have Jared stories. No, it's okay. well, well, you're gonna like this. The follow up question. So, so me and Jared have this notion that Tommy is Mr. Oak Ridge. You know, oh the, the the yes. most favorite Trojan, Trojan, Mr. Mr. Eldorado Hills. Is this true? Is this true? I didn't get to see Tommy his senior year, so I didn't. Ah. I didn't get to see all that. But I will say. He was by far the most popular junior. I like around. Ah, I mean, I, that, all the Tom. teachers loved him. Ooh. You know, like my dad was a campus monitor. He loved Tommy. I mean, it, he he was he's the man. I mean, it's you can't run from yeah. it, Tom. Mr. Eldorado yeah. Hills now, Mr. Pocatello. What's next yeah. for the kid? The, you don't know. And the, and the winds make sense now. Yeah. We're done having people from Oakridge on, man. <laughs> Are we though? Because I think we just need to continue to push this narrative. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's like 75% of people that listen to this, they would, those are our guests. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. true. We do We do have a good support system from right. 1906. Yeah. You're the only one that's running from it, Tom. The rest of us have accepted it and embrace it for you. Because that's just. Start somewhere. Yeah. I had a great time in high school, man. It was a fun time, but. As you should have. Look at him. We're leaving Looking, it yeah. behind. We're leaving it behind. <laughs> and then hey, it. In such Stranger Things fashion. Oh my gosh! I do. Um, let's should, shall we get into our starting fives, or do we have uh, anything else to hit on? Tom, wait, I have. Okay. Oh, never mind. Nope. Nope. Keep it moving. Wow. Okay. Probably had his artists uh, messed up again. No, that's not it. I was gonna ask Pete a basketball question about playing with Tommy, but they're not the same age. So Yeah, did we I don't think we ever actually maybe a few times, Pete, but No, I'm talking about the same the same, same team. team. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I'm saying maybe in the summer. Yeah, I mean summer ball probably, yeah. Yeah, but we did, never did you ever see Tommy shoot a floater when you guys played? Hundred percent left handed. What? I right? No, uh, Tommy has the worst. Not shoot floaters. He has the worst floater in college not basketball. Successful. I'm not gonna lie. To you. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say I, I saw it go in, but I've definitely seen him try. <laughs> it's actually been real money lately. I've been. This I've is the energy the we're looking for. No, I've been in the lab. It's. I been, need the clips. It's been money lately. Show me the clips. All I know is I see a lot of a bottom of video. I will. No, I'm gonna set it up tomorrow. I got you. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. Starting five. Starting five. So we're gonna. We're going to – Pete, obviously, starting pitcher for Texas, so pretty self-explanatory. We're going to hit our starting five pitchers. And we MLB said all, pitchers. We said all, all time. time. Yeah, we said all, all time. time. But, Good. Pete knows uh, the rundown. You gave him You gave him the scout here? I gave him the rundown. I said I gave him the point guard, shooting guard, go from there. Mm-hmm. Wanted to, Pete wanted to go all baseball players. But 
we had the limited yeah, we, we got to keep yeah we got to keep the, the options open i don't yeah. know enough I mean, baseball yeah, M- mj's uh mj's a baseball guy too so i was i was gonna yeah. throw him in there look at him he was <laughs> gonna try to sneak it in that's crazy I thought, yeah i had a feeling you were gonna just put in like mookie bets just all the crazy yeah, not. i mean mookie's an easy answer for sure yeah, yeah. Do yeah. have any Kings players played baseball? Because yeah. if so, they're going to be able to Those are some versatile athletes over there. Did you see, you see the score right now? Speaking of the Kings, no, yeah. man, I don't care about that. Like the bean, baby. I'm all about that. Oh, I'm come on. Let's I go. Love I love it. Like that bean. That's they trademarked. They trademarked the bean team. So I don't want. I don't want anyone throwing that sports name right now. Pete, you might be, you might be Luke's favorite. You might be Luke's favorite guest right now. Yeah, so I love it. I love it. We, we, could, we could talk. We could talk beam team for hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Do do you do you want to lead us off, Pete? Yes, I mean we're doing point guard. Yeah, yep. starting five. Yep. I'll point do um, guard, small forward. I'm gonna say my boy uh, Tim Lincecum. I'm sure y'all know who that is. Oh, He's the legendary Giants pitcher. Grew up watching him a bunch. The freak, great athlete. So I'm, I'm going to have him lead my point. Um, I'd go uh, shooting guard. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go throwback. I'm going to go Bob Gibson. I think he's like six three or something, right around there. But he, uh, great, great all time pitcher for the Cardinals um, back in the seventies. So I'd probably say him. Uh, Man in my three, I'm gonna say uh probably go Amir Garrett. Actually, yeah, Amir Garrett. He uh he played college basketball for St. John's. So he uh oh wow he's a pitcher in the, in the big that's leagues crazy. right now. He's a current guy. So that's my uh, that's my three. I'll go um four, I'll go Sandy Alcantara. He just won the Cy Young. Uh like I think he's probably like six six, right around there. So Good probably day. gonna have him running running my four. Um good athlete too. And then five, I'm going to go with a big unit, Randy Johnson. Uh, I think he's like – north is 6'9", got to be. But he, uh, he he's the big unit. He's uh, he's going to be my five. He's going to be getting all the boards and, uh, and dishing it out for, for Bob yeah. and Timmy to hit some shots. It's a good five, man. It's a good five. That's a great five. I love it. Uh, I'll go ahead and go. So, obviously – Go ahead, Mr. Trojan. Obviously, the Giants were huge. So, at the one, I would – I wanted to go Tim, but I, I don't want to keep the, lanes, the list the same. I'm going to go Tim's counterpart, not Mad Bum, but Matt Cain. Matt wow, Cain. Matt Cain actually threw a no hitter. Oh, this guy, Luke, is sick. Matt Cain actually threw a no hit. The perfect game. It was his perfect game against the Astros. I'll never forget this because I loved going to Giants games when I was younger. He threw his perfect game the day before I went to a game, which was on my birthday. So I was pretty pissed off about that. <laughs> At the two, I've got legendary pitcher just holding down the backcourt, Felix Hernandez. Wow, nice. Seattle News. At the three, he's kind, of, he's kind of a he's kind of a bigger boy though, huh? He's a bigger know. boy, but I feel like he's just got a burner for some reason. I feel like he's just you. Yeah. At the three, I've got booming, booming star right now. Absolute athlete, Shohei Otani. Oh, that's a good one. At the four, I've I've got to go Randy Johnson because that's a no brainer. And then at the five, I'm going just just. Big inside. He's going to hold down the paint. Give me CC Sebastian. CC Sebastian. Bro. I knew you were going to Yeah, you should have gone before Tom, Luke. Okay. I'm going to go. Luke's, Luke's I'm sick. So sick. I'm so sick. I got I to gotta make some adjustments here. Let's let Jared go. Then. Let's let Jared go. No, no, I'm ready. No, he doesn't want me to go because I guarantee I'm going to take somebody else. He's going to say. So, 
Oh man, this is so tragic. These ones are tough. These ones are tough for us because we're basketball players. So this, no, this is, is yeah, no, dude. I mean, yeah, we, we should have just done all the baseball guys. It's way easier. I mean, I no, this is great. I love to watch. No, I would, I would, I love to watch Luke like get frustrated here. You should have no, seen. Not, I'm not frustrated. Pete, you, we we had a we had a we had one of Luke's teammates on. He was he's a big time gamer. And so we went video game characters, and I went last, and these dudes just swooped every single video game character. I'm that. at a terrible list that week. <sighs> it was tough. I ended up going with our Pete, – Pete and I used to play MW2 back in the day. I went with Soap McTavish. No, he was this guy Tom was... had four Super Mario characters in his five. Yeah, I did. It was bad. It was bad. All right, come on, Luke. Let's hear it. So uh, originally I had Tim Lentz to come as my point guard. I'm gonna, we're going to make a switch. We're going to make a switch. We're going to go. Everybody with had him there. So did I. Yeah. But he's because exactly. he's short. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're going to make a switch. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, put someone who I believe is 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 dealing in the league right now. We're going to put Clayton Kershaw at the one. I feel like it's a big yes, name. Sir. He's going to head our team. Uh, you know, it's, I feel like that's kind of a you can't do that if you're a Giants fan. I'm not a Giants fan. One of a, okay, that's right. We're, I, I come from a I Giants didn't... house, but I'm not really. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm not really. Not, I, I don't really follow baseball, to be honest. But you're a Rivercats guy. It's all right. Yeah, Rivercats guy. There we go. <laughs> but, uh, stock <laughs> sack oh, through through. It's true. Uh, right, at the two, two and this is crazy. I, it's surprising this hasn't been uh, hasn't been named yet. Uh, I need someone who in the fourth quarter I know is going to win the game for me. I want Mariano Rivera at the two. I don't yeah. know why this hasn't been taken, but like that's, like that's why. Hard. Hey, if I would have gone first, would you even put your five out? What you mean? I would have taken that from you. Yeah, so. <laughs> Mariano Rivera at the two for obvious reasons. <laughs> at the three, um, yeah, I, uh, I I do have Shohei Otani here. You know, for reasons obvious, you need you need a good two way player at the at the three. Someone who's going to play offensive defense for me. You know, so boom, Shohei Otani at the four. We're going to make another uh, audible because I don't I don't want the I don't want the Randy Johnson pick to be in everyone's list. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and put Mad Bum at the four here now. I think I think it, yeah, I think I think it's an audible that I'm good with that. Um, this is a guy when when I was uh, following baseball, he was definitely definitely dealing up there. And then at the five, I got to keep CC Sabathia at the five. I think yeah. I think that's a no brainer. I like that pick a lot. Oh, uh, that's somebody uh... keep it there. <laughs> sure. You know what? None of you should be able to pick CC because CC didn't go to any of your high school games. Went to my high school games. Wow, who <laughs> cares? Literally nobody cares. That's all I'm saying. Why was CC Sabathia at a Vacaville High School game? Because Vallejo used to be in our league, and Demarcus Nelson played at Vallejo. Uh, okay. So he used to come to the games. Anyways, I'll go backwards because I do have CC seven hundred seven product. Unlike the rest of the people in this, it doesn't give you power pod. to pick him at the seven. Six. Anyone else? Yeah, nine, you, you're out. You're outnumbered, Jared. Nine I'm just six. yeah, but I like Rev and Luke up right now. This is six fun. side tings. You hear me? Yeah. Okay, so I got CC at the center. Uh, I had to make some changes too. Um, at the power forward, not the biggest guy, but he can really switch it up. Throws a knuckle. Give me Tim Wakefield. Wow, power forward. <laughs> wow. I thought you were gonna say Ra Dickey. Ra Dickey is the man too. Yeah. Now, this one, I cannot believe that someone didn't say this one. When it comes to a dog fight, this guy's always going to have my back. He's a true teammate. Even if he's going to throw an 80-year-old guy on the ground, give me Pedro, small forward. Yeah. Pedro Martinez. Nice. Here we go, Jared. Okay. Now, this guy, 
Cy Young winner, World Series champion, shot the greatest shot of all time, bagged Kate Upton, give me Justin Verlander. <laughs> 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 That's the shooting guard. Rose picking picking his players for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want Justin Verlander at my two because you got Kate up. And... Oh, that's funny. At the point guard, Luke already said it, but you got to take him. He invented a position in the closer. Give me Mario on a Rivera because I want the ball in his hands when the game's on the line. I respect it. All right, I gotta say, now that I've heard all y'all, y'all's fives, we name dropped him earlier. Where's Matt Manning? I thought this was, I thought that was the guy. I thought this, uh, he's an MLB pitcher. Matt Manning would have been a great walk on pick for you, Jared. Is that who your walk on pick is? No, my walk on pick is going to be super cool, though. All right, go all for right. it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jared. We'll go back. So, to- in case we need a little bit of extra size down low, we need a little bit of. You know, just like real solid. I know I can count on him for 20 years. Give me my – it's my Udonis Haslam. Give me Bartolo Colon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're welcome, That's Zach. That's Allie, I know Allie and Zach are listening. I just gave the Heat a shout-out. Yeah. Udonis Haslam of my team. Bartolo Udonis Haslam. Udonis Haslam got minutes today. Got yeah, he just got cooked. 50 balled by JT. Yeah. yeah, got absolutely cooked by JT. <laughs> I go with me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, my walk on pick is a guy, like I said, when I was, uh, you know, following the Giants during their, oh, during right. their rise in my middle school years. This was a guy that people really rallied behind in their, I believe it was the first championship. Give me Brian Wilson as yeah. my walk on pick. I like it. I love that. I love that. And I'm going to, I'm going to take a step. You could say, we could say up or down, but I'm going to say the, my walk-on pick was the successor to Brian Wilson, one of the dirtiest sliders in the game. Give me Sergio Romo. I like that pick. I like that pick. My walk-on, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, he's not the biggest guy, but he uh, knows how to get in a big city and make some noise, and I think he was an all-star this year. Um, doesn't get a lot of love, but, you know, he's he's going to come and find success. I'm going to go Nestor Cortez from the uh, from the Yankees. He's going to come out there, and, you know, he's going to foul if I need him to, and He's gonna he's gonna mix it up and he's gonna hit his shot. So I'm gonna that, that, that's my guy. That's just perfect, perfect for the criteria of the walk on pick. Uh-huh. You yeah. nailed it. I love it. Um, he's got some solid vibes, man. Also, not to I mean, Kings just won 137 to 114. So go ahead, go ahead and look at that beam tonight, beam? man. Who are they playing? The Pacers. Oh god, that's a big win. That's a big oh, win. The god. trade. The trade implications on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. A lot of lot of lot of lot of writing that didn't have to do with anything basketball related on the wall. A lot of bad teams beating other bad teams. Bro, <laughs> can you relax? What's the Warriors record right now? Oh, I don't know. Let me see. Ah. <laughs> uh, the beam is lit in the nine one six. I actually can see the beam from my house, if that makes you feel better. Lucky you, man. Man, I wish I could. Uh, I'm gonna come chill with you tonight. Huh? Before before we wrap things up here, Pete, we've got a running a running thing that we like to talk about when we finish the episode up that Jared loves to talk about. Uh, I don't. I need to ask: Are you are you a golfer at all, Pete? Do you ever dabble in the golf world? I have played a little bit of golf in my time. Yes. Yeah, most baseball guys love golf. 
And you're in Scottsdale, some of the best golf courses. Yeah, exactly. But the great thing is, Pete, is like you don't even have to leave the comforts of your apartment or your luxury suite wherever you're at. You just had to get get your little wedge out there, 50 chips a night. It's going to get you right. So after you get your pinch count done, get your 50 chips done, be a great night. <laughs> Amen. Uh, this guy doesn't miss. This guy never misses. It's a different delivery every single week. And we might as well tell Pete while we're at it. We've got a we've got a two v two scrambled scheduled on the calendar for when we're all back in town. Pete, it's me and Luke versus Jared and and Marquise Chris. And I'm an awful I'm an awful golfer, but Luke is very good. So yeah. we're on the we're on best ball. And, and Jared is convinced that they're gonna win, but. Yeah, we have we do have some update on that um, golf with Keese on Saturday. Uh, he said he's going to have to see some rule books on this, and we're going to have to discuss specifics. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> meaning what? You guys want Me, strokes already, or what? No, no, meaning that if like we can't, we have to trade off shots. I think it was a great point. No, see, that's no, 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 no. That's not a scramble. That's ball. That, that's not a scramble. If we're saying, if we're saying, I'm the best golfer out of the four. Tommy's the worst. Put one in four. But Tommy, Tommy is far worse than me, and Keys. Okay. Exactly. So basically, what he's saying, Tommy, is I'm far better than him and Keys. That's not what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> saying that Tommy needs to pull his weight at some point. He can't just live off of your ball. I will. Yeah, when that's how a big, scramble works. When I hit a big shot, you're gonna be mad. Okay. If anything, you guys are at an advantage. It's two against one, and if that's the way you're you want to, like. But so you're saying that you can take your shot every time, no matter what. If it's better than Tommy's, yeah, it's it's a scramble. That's so Tommy is pointless. You You want to play alternate shot? That's ridiculous. That's way more difficult. You might as well. You might as well have Tommy just film it. Tommy, you can be the vlog guy. It sounds to me like he's. Excuses already. Bro. A little nervous. I'm fine. I went like like up there and was like, was "Yeah, Luke's been dealing. Like this guy's been in the lab, all of this." And now <laughs> I definitely not just like, yeah, I think we need to. I think we need to do alternate shot because. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, he just he just knows the same thing I know that Tommy needs to be held accountable. To a point, be held accountable. I'm if he's holding, the, if he's holding the trophy up at the end of the day. So you're telling me, Luke, that there's going to be a shot that Tommy hits better than yours. I mean. Very well uh, uh, I, I wouldn't uh, count on it, but uh, it's more cracks. It's nice to cracks, know that he's there. Cracks. That's not a crack. In. He knows that. He knows Pete, that I don't expect him Pete to knows. Shots. Pete knows that I rose up to big occasions in the El Dorado Hills Sports Club. Exactly. Yeah. It's coming out on the golf field as well. He might hit a putt. Golf hit a putt. Did you just hear what he Jared, said? The golf field. Jared, <laughs> Jared, he's gonna he's gonna hit the, the first putt course. every single time. So I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a read from him, and then like. That's going to help, right? He's going to be in my ear, giving me confidence, making sure I'm comfortable on the course, in the tee box, whatever it is. He's going to he's just going to have me in the right mental space. That's more of a teammate than I can ask for. The bottom line – okay, don't go there, right? The bottom, All right, let's – we're done. Let's move on. Let's move on. The bottom line is that Tommy needs to pull some weight. I agree with Keith in that. Okay, and I'm going to. All right, bro, he'll make my lunch or something. They, see, look, there we go. Tommy, There's no good cracks. job. There's no cracks. Tommy, good job, man. Hey, Luke likes extra Dijon. Yeah, that's a great call. That's how you know. Jerry anyways, knows. anyways, Pete, appreciate you so much for for co- coming on here tonight. It's been yeah, a hell yeah. Thank call. you guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you, man. 
glad we could we could this you're our first baseball player we've had on so we tap into the the mindset of goes into baseball it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting compared to basketball stuff so i'm glad we could do this yeah for sure yeah thanks for having me again now i'll have a reason to go back to to baseball games when i see you out here playing giants hell yeah punking them back in san francisco but appreciate pete um everybody that's listening in always always thankful for you guys it's been episode 19 so we're keeping them keeping them pushing so as always these are your favorite walk-ons and uh, we're walking out